Good morning, good people. I am so excited to be here. This Midnight Prayer Watch Live. Oh my goodness, good people. Thank you so much for joining me once again. We We are here. We are live. We are in full effect. We are doing things that only the Lord can be at the at in the midst of, can be at the helm of. Uh, and I just am so appreciative of you tuning in again. We're here again, just praising. Oh my goodness. Oh, daddy peoples. Uh, I didn't know what, what was the Lord saying was going to be the worship song this evening. Uh, and then I literally just got this. I thought it was going to be another song. I literally just got this download while I was in prayer before the watch started. And he's like, we kicking it old school tonight. All right. We're taking it back to he's an on time God. Yes, he is. And I just want y'all to realize that the timing of things that take place in our lives are just as important as things that haven't yet broken through in our lives. So that's that's what Holy Spirit is saying. We are going to continue to edify in this Midnight Prayer Watch is talking about wait. Are you ready to wait on the Lord to allow those breakthroughs to come forth? Are you eager to wait on the Lord for his timing to manifest in your life? Or are you like most of us, me included, that's like, oh, I know that this is going to happen, Lord. So I just want to go ahead and just just let me have it now. Let me have that new car right now. Let me have that new uh, uh, that that new job right now, Lord. Oh, Lord, if I could just get past this season of my life so I could move into new uh, uh, breakings in finances, Lord. It's, it's so many different things. So we are here tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're talking about waiting because the what I heard was that the waiting, no matter what season we're in, uh, whether we're in a grateful period or whether in a trial or a tribulation, the waiting is something that we don't do good at. And he's called us to wait several times. I mean, there have been several examples of people that just like, I'm just tired of this. How much longer are you going to take? <laughs> even when he's told you that it's coming, even when he said, yep, this is going to take place or yep, I'm going to go ahead and give you that, uh, that, that new baby. Like he told Abraham and Sarah. And he's like, wait a second. I'm like, a hundred years old and Sarah's 75 and she ain't got no good eggs in there. What am I going to do with that? How am I going to work with that Lord? So then, you know, they took matters into their own own hands. And obviously the Lord had to be like, really? Oh, you have little faith again, (laughs) which is what we talk about a lot. So I appreciate everybody. Again, uh, we are going in tonight. The specific prayer point is about waiting. So we talked um, a little bit about just being able to receive things in new beginnings and new wineskins and, and making sure that we have that, that new wine that's flowing in, that our, our, our pipes aren't clogged and our, our homes are, are completely 
excavated with the old so the new wine can come in. So a lot of us, me included, are challenged with being able to be patient. It's like, Lord, can this happen? <laughs> like, oh man, I could see, like, I'm praying for it. Like, I don't know how many times I done journaled that thing and I don't know how many times I look back and I've been edifying it and then I've been fasting over it. And I'm like, okay, God, but we, but we, we fall back, right? Because it's like, okay, God, we, we trust in your timing. We trust that you're on time, God. Thank you, Daddy Peoples. Yes, he is. But then it's like our flesh gets in the way. And that's really what Holy Spirit is saying. Like, we, we got to do better about that. We definitely have to really relinquish to the Lord this waiting period. And it's like, you get antsy. It's like, okay, I know, Lord, I'm supposed to wait on you. Be of good courage, right? And I know you're going to strengthen my heart. At the same time, we're like, uh, but, you know, could you do that? Like, tomorrow, <laughs> could you could you like hurry up with that? Because you know, I know if you don't do it by this time, and this is this is the deadline for the job posting to be to 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 be applied for. But if I don't hear from you by that time, then that must mean that I should just go ahead and do it. <laughs> is anybody feeling me tonight? Oh man! So it's like it's simply put. Are you really waiting <laughs> or are you saying that you're waiting? Because the true wait comes with the expectancy in your heart, but you've relinquished the control and there's peace in that. And there's actually the next part, the next layer that happens is there's enjoyment in the waiting. Like the waiting season is not supposed to be this. I just want to get over this season. Or I just want to get past this area of my life and I want to move on to the next. And I want to be able to get out of this now and, and not even remember that this happened. But I just want to, you know, just like let's fast forward the tape kind of thing. No, 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 no. That is not how waiting in the Lord is supposed to feel. Because if we truly believe in divine timing, we truly are coming into agreement with his divine calendar and appointments, then where we're at today is right where he wants us to be. So what we feel like is waiting is really continued refinement. It's really where he's still good and still blessing us. And and I, I personally deal with that a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot. And when it comes to really having patience, oh, I mean, you know, patience, that's that's one of the fruits of the spirit. And I ask for that. I receive it continually because he said it's, it's there already for you to catch. So I receive it, Lord. I receive it. I fill myself with it because I need patience, <laughs> long suffering. <laughs> I need temperance. I need to be able to be in a place where I'm not uh, I'm not coming into agreement with control because that's really what happens if we're not waiting if we're we're anxious if we're in a place where we're saying it's got to happen at this particular time lord your timing needs to add up to my timing that's controlling that is not what he's called us to do 
Do we really believe that he's the God of gods, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Lord of all hosts and all things? Every created thing is under him, way under him. We really believe that. Then why wouldn't we want to put our eggs in that basket? So it comes back to, are you trying to control God's timing into your timing? And even in that, what Holy Spirit is saying is that, do you believe him? And if you are struggling with that and saying, I'm not certain if I can wait, if I can wait for that timing, then maybe you have a little bit of unbelief that needs to be uprooted, that you need to ask Holy Spirit to come search your heart and come in and show you where that tree of unbelief is rooted at and take that thing out, like quickly, take that thing out because it, there's so many things that can grow and, and grab hold of that tree of unbelief and start to manifest in ways that you definitely, we definitely don't want to have to deal with. So all of that anxiety, all of that control, all of that unbelief has to go tonight, y'all. We are sending it packing. Yes, sending it packing in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. All right, so let us pray together. Oh, Father God, oh, Lord, we thank you so much for being our Abba, that you are where our help comes from, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that even in the midst of our trials, in the midst of our tribulations, that we count it all joy, Father God. We count it all joy because we know that the testing of our faith is producing patience. And in that patience, Father God, we know that you have the its perfect work. Lord, I just thank you for creating clear minds right now and 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 even using me, Father God, to to showcase that uh, we're not perfect, Father God. And and things happen. And even in those times, Father God, of of, of waiting on you to continue to refine us, of waiting on you to show us, Lord, your glory and your victory and the fullness in which you are calling us to walk into, that we should still appreciate the waiting season, God. I thank you so much, Lord, that even in this prayer watch live, that you are touching hearts, you are touching minds, Lord, you are pricking areas inside, deep inside of your children that they didn't even know that there was something there that they need to deal with, that they need to come to you with, Father God, that 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 tree of unbelief is being shaken right now, Father God, and that even in the shakings that you are breaking those chains off of your children in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you so much for the obedience of your children, Father. I thank you for the the commitment and the dedication, Lord, to just seek you first and your kingdom, Father. You said in your word that seek you first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. And that's the order, Father, that we follow. And so I speak it over everyone that is watching the sound of my voice, Father God, everybody, every watcher is tuning in right now. I speak that over them, Father God, your word that says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you, Father God, that we would need not worry about the clothes on our backs. We would need not worry 
about the food on our table or the shelter, the roof over our heads, Father God, but that you will always take care of those things. And we should only keep our eye on you. Both of our eyes stayed on you because we know you are where our help from comes from, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you have given us an opportunity to uplift all the watchers, Father God, that have had prayer requests, Father. So we continue to uplift everybody that has submitted their prayer requests to us, Father. I uplift right now again, Father God, um, the overall prayer request that was sent to just pray for everybody. We're all going through it, Father God. And this is a season for us to be grateful. This is a season that the nation is supposed to stop and reflect on the things that they are thankful for, Father. So, Lord, I just ask that you would just touch every heart, Father, touch every mind to help them to remember how good you are, that you are still faithful and able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think, Father God, according to the power that you have inside of us, Father. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father. And I just ask, Lord, that in that prayer request that you reveal to everyone, Father, that although we're going through it, although we are having trials and tribulations out the wazoo, that you are continuing to preserve us even in the midst of those trials and tribulations, that you are producing patience in us. You are sharpening character in us, Father God. You are increasing faith inside of us during this time, during this season where there's, there's, a, a, there's a, an overflow of, of heartache. There is an, an, um, a, an amount of, of grief, Father God, that, that seems to be on display this year, Father, that, that there feels like time has been stolen from us this year because everything came to a standstill. What we thought coming into the beginning of this year, this year that we thought was, or that we claimed was a year of vision, of new vision, truly granted us new vision. It truly gave us a new perspective, a new lens on what to appreciate, on how to appreciate the things that you gave us, Father. So I know, Lord, the prayer request is to pray for everybody because we're going through it, Father. But Lord, we know that even though you have said that there will be trials and tribulations, there will be victories and there will be triumphs in you, Christ Jesus. Lord, we thank you. And that in this season of waiting, Lord, and that we are all in of waiting for when is this pandemic going to be over? <laughs> when we are waiting for reconciliation with family members, with loved ones, Father God, when we are waiting for new births, new children, new family members to be added, Father God, even in the waiting, Lord, that we would still look to you, look in the heavens, Father God, and say, you are able and you have been good to us. And we appreciate this time. Even now, God, we appreciate this time that you've given us to, to have this peace of waiting, that this waiting is not a burden to us that this waiting is not something that we would we would no longer want to have happen, Father God, but this pause is what you intended for it to be, that it's intended for our good and not for our destruction, that what the enemy meant for evil, you will turn it to good. 
in the name of Jesus, in Jesus Christ's name. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Father God. Lord, I just thank you for open hearts and open minds this season, Father. You are calling it, calling us out right now, Father. You called us to the carpet this year, Lord. It's not about sitting around the table once a year and saying, this is what I'm grateful for, Father, but it's about continuing to praise your name, Father, because the enemy hates our praise. That praise is just as powerful as prayer in the name of Jesus, that praising open the windows of heaven over us in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, Father God, that when we praise, Father God, those, those plans, those attacks, those campaigns against our family, against our, our, uh, uh, our destiny and our purpose, those plans and those campaigns against those things that are meant to come down at their divine timing, those things are nullified. Those things are evicted. Those things stop in the name of Jesus, right where they are in the name of Jesus Christ's name. We pray and we release them right now. We command their release right now in the name of Jesus, that there's no shackle, there's no snare right now in the name of Jesus that will stop any divine calendaring taking place over our life, that will stop any divine appointments and divine timing from being exacted in the way that you want it to be exacted in the name of Jesus, that right now we command the release of our calendars right now in the name of Jesus, in Jesus Christ's name. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you that you are so good, God, that you are faithful and great is your faithfulness, Father. And Lord, I thank you for everyone that submitted their prayer requests live and even before the watch and even after the watch, Father, those that will, that will tune in even after we go off the air, Father, and may watch the replay. I thank you for them, Father God. I thank you, Lord. And I pray these things, Lord, oh, that they would reach you in the third heavenlies, Father God, in the throne room in which you sit, Father. Oh, because Holy Spirit, we know that you are interceding on our behalf with groanings and intercessions because we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but we know that you are good and faithful to do much. Thank you, Lord. And that this prayer would meet you oh, on the bullseye, Father God, who meet you in the throne room. Only your ears, Father God, will be able to receive it um, in, in, the, in the language in which we intended for it to be received. Receive it and transcribe it, Lord. The enemy can't scramble this prayer request. The enemy can't create confusion or intercept or intercede, block, inhibit, or obstruct this prayer request from meeting you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, Father, I cancel, Lord, that monitoring spirit, that familiar spirit that surrounds us and reports back to the enemy to feed the enemy and, and the generals in the camp of the enemy, any information that can be used for our destruction, that can be used to, to, to take away those things which you have already stored up for us to receive in your divine timing, Father God. We cancel that familiar spirit that familiar spirit that surrounded our families and our generations and the generations that have 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 come um, uh, before us, maybe maybe back six generations right now in the name of Jesus. We cancel those familiar spirits that are trying to get us to move in a way in which our ancestors moved that was not like you, Jesus. 
not like you. We cancel, we send them back to the center, back to where they belong in the name of Jesus and Jesus' name. And we pray a seal of protection around us right now, a seal of protection around us. And we cut off and cauterize that generational curse line in the name of Jesus that is 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 stalking, that is is trying to keep its 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 leeches attached to us in the spirit and in the natural. And we cauterize that line. We declare and decree right now that we create a new bloodline that's purified by your precious blood, Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, Lord. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Abba. Lord, I thank you for this time of intercessory prayer again. And Lord, you know who it is that you wanted to touch, Father God. You know who it is that you have already touched, Father. Thank you, Lord, for saying that you make the crooked path straight before us, God. And Lord, I ask these things in your mighty precious name. I pray Christ Jesus. Amen. So we've been discussing this uh, this evening, this, this morning at midnight, and it's the waiting is it's not easy. And this is one of those uh, I like to call them uh, famous scriptures because a lot of people can quote this scripture. Um, you know, there's like, you know, the people that. Uh, uh, what is it? The, the people that go to Easter and um, service and then go to uh, Christmas service, but don't go to church no other time of the year. <laughs> and this is like one of those scriptures to me. That was my analogy. It's like, this is a very well-known scripture right there. And you may not know anything else, but this scripture. Um, but this scripture actually has a very, very special place in my heart and my life. Um, this is one of my father's uh, favorite verses. And when I inherited his Bible, he had this uh, this scripture verse like highlighted and it was all kinds of bold <laughs> and underlined and things like that. Uh, but this is Isaiah 40, 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And so the reason why I put this up here specifically is really just to, you know, kind of help us understand and break this down. So um, when it when we're talking about waiting on the Lord and he shall renew our strength, then what it means is that for me and how I'm receiving it is that when we wait on the Lord, it's not going to be easy and we need that renewal. Like it, it's not going to be a place where you're going to be like, OK, Lord, I know I'm supposed to wait. And oh, this is easy. And this was a piece of cake. He's already calling it. He's saying now I'm throwing out the flags so you can see in advance that he's going to have to renew your strength. So you continue to be able to wait. You can't do it in your flesh. Like You need him to be able to wait through that thing the way that he has called it to become manifested in your life. And then after the waiting period and the strength is coming and things like that, he's talking about mounting up with wings as eagles and running and not being weary, walking and not faint. That sounds like we leveled up. That sounds like what we were talking about in James. It's like we leveled up to a whole nother level. Like, okay, not only is that waiting you know, a place where I'm, I'm, I'm being faithful and I'm trusting in the Lord and his timing. But that's that perseverance that we said that patience is producing and that faithfulness that it's, it's sharpening our character in 
because oh if it, i mean if you let's just take this literally you turn into a bird oh that's that's a whole nother level like what is that about <laughs> i mean i i kind of interpret it more like not that we physically turn into a bird but that we become light like like you know when a bird when i pictured picture a bird flying that it doesn't feel like there's anything underneath me or above me to weigh me down i can just glide out of this thing right i'm gliding out of here i'm 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 making my exit and it's smooth sailing so that's what i feel like um from my from delta's interpretation and and what it's saying about what happens as we wait and during the wait as we're continuing to renew our strength and we're mounting up with wings as eagles yes so we're soaring up there right and running and not being weary, walking and not being faint, that's not even real life. <laughs> so <laughs> when I read that, I'm like, oh, I am encouraged because that right there, not even real. That not even in the flesh, y'all. We outside of the flesh when we wait on the Lord. Like, like seriously, like let's think about that. If you're running and not being weary, who does that? We all get tired when we run. I don't know about y'all. I go up the steps, I'll be huffing and puffing. I'm working on that, but that's real life. Like you running and not being weary, that's that's transformation. That's I'm I'm not even feeling this flesh right now. Like I'm not even giving in to any fleshly desires because I'm running. And normally when you running, you're going towards something, right? So you're you're striving to get to a destination. And not only am I striving, I'm, I'm not huffing and puffing, but I'm keeping my stride. I might even quicken my pace, okay? I might even want to get there faster. <laughs> and then when we get to the destination and we're not like, you know, after a race, normally you see I need water. That's the first thing I need. I need some water. I need to take, I need to get down. I need to crouch down. I need to take deep breaths. And we're out here running that race and it's not like that. Oh, let me tell you, I'm encouraged. And that's that's probably the most minimal way I can describe that feeling. And then walking and not being faint is like, okay, so you're walking, and that's not as that's not as quick of pace as running, but walking and not being faint is like I'm thinking about my bone structure. And I'm thinking about, you know, as you walk, you're putting pressure because of gravity on your bones, on your muscles, and things like that, and not being faint. Is like, oh, I can't even feel like I'm walking on clouds. Like again, I'm I'm up in the air gliding. So that's that's where I was going with it, just just to help help give Delta's interpretation of of what waiting really produces and what we should be looking forward to based on the promises that the Lord said in his word that does not return back to him void, by the way. And it accomplishes the thing which he pleases it to do. So what I wanted to get out of that scripture, just to kind of break it down a little bit, was just the fact that waiting is actually a process that produces a result. And if you are waiting, truly waiting with the right intent, like we talked about, are you waiting and trusting or are you waiting and controlling? Trusting, controlling, trusting, controlling. So waiting, the process that the Lord has said divinely about trusting in him then these things he's already said it and it is so and that's that's where we're at with waiting guys is it's enjoying the wait can you imagine like i'm i'm waiting and i'm i know 
it is an enjoyment. There's a peace that I'm I'm about to be gliding up here like a bird. Oh, I don't know about y'all, but I'm trying to feel how how it feels to fly. I think everybody, you know, has had that Superman moment at one point in their life. Like, what would it be like to fly? Oh my goodness. Yeah, we have to wait till we get to heaven, I guess, to feel that way. But waiting in the spiritual sense, yes, I'm here for it, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for that, God. Um, The other thing when it comes to waiting, and I had mentioned this earlier, was um, that this is my father's favorite scripture verse. And the reason why this kind of hits me a little differently this season is uh, that this is his 10-year anniversary since he passed away. Um, So just to share a little bit about my life and how I've come to uh, get to this point, like how do you even get to a point where you feel comfortable to, to share your faith? And people have asked me this in the past, like just so freely. And it's really because I've been so low I mean, I've been to the darkest part where, you know, I've, I've thanked the Lord for bringing me out of, but he does say like, you, I'm a, you get to a point where you get so low that all you need is me. And that's where I come in at. But um, my father took his life 10 years ago. Um, and it was, a, and the anniversary was about a couple of weeks ago. And this scripture being his favorite scripture it just brings me back to remembering as we're, you know, getting ready to think about the things we're thankful for. And I remember him in a way that initially I was like devastated. I mean, I don't know if anybody, if this is touching anybody, but if anybody has lost anyone to suicide, it's devastating. And that is the most minimal way of describing it. There is like a feeling of emptiness, like a a physical void in your body and it doesn't happen in a way that's gradual it's an immediate an immediate void so i think that when it comes to waiting and this being his scripture this this kind of ties in for me because i i would not have imagined 10 years ago in this season of waiting for the lord to show and reveal the things that he's already called me to do. And he knew it. I just didn't know it. And I was the one that he was waiting on. (laughs) Oh, isn't that funny how that works? It's uncanny how the Lord works sometimes. But I was the one that he was waiting on to have my will be stripped from me and just say, Lord, it's yours. You know, I'm taking my hands off the wheel here. You got the GPS. I'm going on hands-free Bluetooth. You got it. So uh, this 10-year this anniversary is really hitting me differently uh, because I, I remember my father talking to me about just being in my Bible more. I mean, just some real simple stuff like, are you going to church? Like, you know, I was out here gallivanting in the streets in my 20s. And he's talking about, you know, are you, are you going to church? I'm worried about you. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have to get this together. <clears throat> this is my child that's not doing He actually told me that I was on a path to destruction (laughs) and I could laugh about it. I was laughing about when he first said it, but I could laugh about it now because he was really like trying to check me in the spiritual sense. But I thank him so much for just planting the seed. And I want to encourage you all that even though we are in the season of waiting, 
that this does not mean that you should stop planting seeds. That's what we're called to do. We're called to plant and water because you never know how long it's going to take. You never know when it's going to sprout. But if you didn't plant that seed, it doesn't have a chance. It doesn't have a chance to grow. The Lord can't get any increase out of that because you didn't do what he called you to do. So my father had never said those things that made me uncomfortable. If he never said those things that made me feel like, oh, you really coming for me now. Like I'm supposed to be your daughter. We supposed to be better than this. If he didn't say those things, I wouldn't have felt inclined to even go searching for what was he really up to and how did this happen? How did he even get to a point where he felt like he needed to take his life, his own life. Like he he wasn't in a place where he he should have been feeling that way, right? And there's so much stuff that came with that. There's so much stuff that came to me with that. Like I'm talking about dealing with the, the generational curse of death in my family. I'm talking about dealing with the generational curse of depression and anxiety and fear in my family. I'm talking about dealing with just the fear of of not even knowing if someone that I spoke to the other day was still going to be here because I didn't understand where they were at. Like just having that want to grasp onto some control, want to grasp onto I, I gotta I gotta be so far ahead of what I'm seeing in front of me that I can brace myself. I can brace myself for the impact if something terrible happens. It won't rupture me like this did. So I'm telling y'all, you cannot take for granted today. Stop looking past today because you're so worried about what you want for the future. It's about today. You have a gift of today. And that's what we need to be focused on. Because Lord said, do not worry about tomorrow because sufficient are today's troubles. And he's going to take care of tomorrow. Do you trust that? Do you trust that he's got that divine calendar working in your life? Have you relinquished things so that his timing can be coming to fruition in your life? Have you done those things? That's that's where I'm at with this. And my remembering my father again. And it's it's been the November is a hard month for me, y'all. I'm just telling you, November is a hard month. For me, I've lost three family members in the course of 10 years in November. So when it comes to this, everybody's gathered around the table and thanking family and friends and turkey and and stuffing and dressing and whatever you call it. That is a sobering thought for me because when I look across the table, I don't see those same people because they're not here anymore. So what are you doing when you're in the season of waiting? Are you really waiting for the things that you want? Are you waiting because the Lord is coming to bring you the things that he has for you and you're waiting and trusting and not waiting and controlling? So I just felt led to share a little bit about my testimony and how did Delta get to this (laughs) this point in her season, her life, uh, the blessings that the Lord has brought me through in 10 years is... um, it, I really could write a book about it because it's crazy. <laughs> it, it was a lot of ups and downs. And where I'm at today is exactly where he wanted me to be. And that's all I can ask for. Uh, marinate on this, guys, because 
It does not feel like a whole year has went by, but it has. So I really want everyone to just receive that and let the Lord do what he's going to do with that because I don't know. He just pricked my heart and told me to share it with you. Um, so in, in that release, we talk about all the time that through somebody else's obedience, there are people that get breakthroughs. So I am just claiming that right now that in my obedience to be vulnerable and honest with you all, my watchers, and anyone that's tuning in that's just curious that there is some breakthroughs that are taking place in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. So every time we have a watch, you already know what time it is. Anybody out there is like, who is this Jesus that this girl keeps talking about? Let me tell you, he wants you to be a part of this family. And so do I. So if this is something that you have even been debating, if the Lord has been downloading into you during this watch, like, hey, you got to get on board. Please, please recite this prayer with me. This is all you need to activate your faith in in order to be a part of a royal priesthood where you become a son and daughter of the most high God. And you can start that new journey with him. He's created you a new creature. And behold, all old things have passed away. and You've become made new. So recite this prayer with me. This is the Lord's prayer of salvation. God, I come to you asking for forgiveness. I confess that I am a sinner in need of a savior. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, paying the penalty for my sins. And he was raised from the grave and is alive right now. I confess you as Lord over my life. Jesus, come into my heart to save me now. In your name, I pray. Amen. So we are so excited. If there's anyone that's recited that prayer, we are rejoicing with you. The angels, the Bible says the angels in heaven, all the angels in heaven rejoice when there's just one. And that's all it takes. It's just one. If all of this, all of these uh, watches, all of this prayer is for anything, if just one, it was worth it. Well worth it. And so we want you to stay in contact with us, y'all. Stay in contact um, with Midnight Prayer Watch. We are on Facebook. We are on YouTube. I've got a Gmail account just for any of your personal prayer requests, any of your personal communication that you just want a little bit more um, privacy, a little bit more confidentiality with us. So I'm asking for you to just hit us up. Uh, DM me. I get, I get DMs all the time. I get posts all the time. I get any comments that are made even in the prayer watch um, comment section of the live stream. No issues with how you contact us. Uh, if you want to stay in contact with us throughout the week on our Facebook page, on our YouTube channel, like, share, subscribe. This content is touching your heart. If you are feeling led to plant this uh, this prayer watch with someone that's on your heart, someone that the Lord brought to your mind is like, oh, you need to hear this. Share this content. Share this watch with them. Um, I, have, uh, I have nothing but um, um, good, good things to say about the way that social media works in this way. Um, and I would humbly ask that you would come into agreement with what you're feeling on your heart about sharing, um, and then liking, liking, uh, this content just lets me know if, if this is something that you want to continue to talk about as, as a prayer point, or if there's anything in particular that you want to see on future watches. 
Uh, also, will you stay in contact with us? If there's anything that you want to do afterwards um, to continue your, your process, your prayer, I know there's been people that have said, <clears throat> how do you get connected with uh, like-minded believers? Uh, you know, their church uh, workshops, there, there's so many churches that are online, like, there's take your pick kind of thing. But if you need a little bit more guidance, if you're like, oh, I got to get my finances in order, uh, or I need to, you know, I really need to check that wellness game because we talked about running and not being weary. And I'm one of those people that's helping and puffing with you, Delta. Then, yes, we, we have so many resources at our disposal and our team is well prepared to get those connected to you as well. So feel free to stay in contact with us. Uh, feel free to reach out to me directly um, at Midnight Prayer Watch on both Facebook, YouTube, and in our Gmail inbox. So I thank you all again. Um, this has been just another um, very powerful watch. I really hope that you receive what you were meant to receive tonight and continue to pray for that divine calendar to be released in your life. And, and one last thing, it's just something that I've been feeling myself in my personal prayer time is that when you're praying for that divine calendar, ask for the Holy Spirit to reveal where it's being hung up on. What is hanging it up? What is what is keeping it back from you? And then command its release in the name of Jesus because you have the authority. You have the legal right to have the prosperity that the Lord has already called over your life to take place in Jesus Christ's name. And continue to stay tuned to Midnight Prayer Watch Live. We are here. Taking back what the enemy stole from us in Jesus Christ's name. So blessings to everybody this evening and going into the rest of this week. We will see you next week. Same time, same place. All right. And I am continuing to thank the Lord in advance for setting the captives free. Everyone be blessed. <laughs>